0: This episode of the Dicebreaker podcast is sponsored by Rogue Heroes Ruins of Tassos, the new game from Team 17 and Heliocentric Studios. Launching on Steam and Nintendo Switch on February 23rd, Rogue Heroes mixes classic adventure gaming with procedurally generated dungeons and roguelite gameplay for up to four players through online or local multiplayer. Choose from multiple different player classes and team up with friends to combat procedural dungeons, explore an expansive overworld full of secrets, rebuild your town, upgrade your character's abilities and take down the titans to save the once peaceful land of Tassos. Buy Rogue Heroes before March the 9th and unlock the Bomber Pack through an early bird offer featuring the exclusive bomber class, weapon skins and home furniture. For a limited time, Dicebreaker podcast listeners can get a 10% discount for rogue heroes on PC by visiting the Team17 store at store.team17.com and using the code DICE10. Be a rogue hero! One.
1: Welcome to the Dice Breaker podcast. This is episode number 46. Uh, I'm hosting
0: again. Oh no. Fine. <laughs> That's I not the know. bingo call for 46. <laughs> I'm hosting again. Oh no. 46.
2: <laughs> it's actually up to tricks, which I think fits quite nicely.
0: Up to tricks. Yeah, that 46.
1: that definitely fits quite nicely because mm. Matt Jarvis isn't here. So you know. we can get up to as many tricks as we like although he is tricky himself he is a trickster yeah that's why we call him matt the trickster jarvis Mm. (laughs) we do call him that uh i am alex mian staff writer for dicebreaker and i'm joined by head of video johnny Chiadini. yeah
0: hello how's it going
1: (laughs) turned into a Mm foghorn
0: heavy fog rolling in
1: Uh, here uh, yeah Uh, It's going all right. It's been a a wild week, that's for sure. Mm. Um, And I'm also joined by the lovely Alex Lowleys.
2: Hello, I'm also here. Nice to see you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm deeply distressed by that picture in your background.
2: Oh. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know what one.
2: (laughs) Mr. Throbby, for those of you listening. Oh,
1: Oh, God. (laughs) God. (laughs) oh I'm never gonna forget that
0: <laughs> no thank you
1: oh if there was ever a context i didn't want to think about was the blobby and it was that
2: yeah i'm not gonna even elaborate on that i don't think you want me to so no
0: oh,
1: no this is a family-friendly podcast
0: it was once
1: because <laughs> wow. he's a heartthrob obviously
0: yeah okay all right yeah <laughs> so yeah. how about them board games <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you didn't know, this is a podcast about tabletop gaming. Um, Yeah, this is news to us. Um, And so we're going to start things off by talking about what we've been playing this week. Um, Johnny, seeing as you very kindly brought it up, thank God, tell us about what you've been playing this week. I
0: haven't been playing a thing because I just, I moved house less than a week ago. Um, so I'm finally, finally into, um, my new home and I've got all my stuff out of storage because I was living temporarily elsewhere. So what I've really been doing is just playing one giant game of Tetris Mm. while I unpack things. Um, it's been really nice to get reacquainted with my board game collection, which I trimmed down before I moved. And now I've got everything Mm. out of storage. I think I can trim it down some more. Um, I've cataloged all my games and including war games. I've got 47. Wow. Tabletop games, which it, it feels like a smaller number than I anticipated, but um,
2: you're going to be the new minimalist gamer.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm going to I'm I'm going to pare it back a little bit. Like I've got a copy of the Battlestar Galactica board game that I've never played, and <gasps> well, I've n- I'll buy it. I've never played I'll buy it, okay. that copy, but I have played the game and it's fine. But it's in mint conditions. So I think I can sell it for quite a lot of money. So, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fine. Well, I mean... No, it's fine. You, you can probably prep- get deal. a lot. Uh, it's, no, no, it's fair enough. You'll probably get a lot for that board game because it's out of print. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, but, oh, I tell you what, yesterday I spent a blissful two hours organising my unpainted miniatures. Uh,
1: wow. So
0: they're all in different sections now according to game and faction and... Um, I've got a lot of scaven to paint, but I'm very excited about doing it. And I've got my airbrush back and oh, yeah. life feels, you know, life is good again, which is nice.
1: That is nice. Excellent stuff. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, if that's everything, yeah. Lolis, what have you been playing? I have been playing games. I actually had a, um,
2: a friend who, who came and stayed with me for a couple of days, which was nice. So I've had a real person mm-hmm. here because I've been all on my own in this flat for over a month um oh, no. yeah well since Liam left and my housemate still hasn't come home since Christmas so, oh,
0: so wow. I've just
2: been by myself um so yeah it was nice to have a bit of company and it meant that I actually got to dust off some of my own board games and actually play some so um, I spent some time teaching them some games and also we played some games that they played previously, so Patchwork is one. I go, I think a lot of games, like Star Realms, I've, I've mentioned this with before, I go through like phases where I just play it like non-stop. Like every free minute I have, I open the app and I'm playing it. Um, I go on Board Game every Arena, I'm playing it. I just play it all the time. Um, And so I went through that phase like a few months ago with Star Realms, and then I went through the phase with Welcome 2 recently, and now I'm going through that phase with Patchwork. Because the, the app is really good and I did like a how to play video recently on it. Um, So I've just been playing it a lot. So we played a lot of Patchwork and I've also been playing it on the app. I think I have at least seven or eight games going at the same time on the app. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, because people have 24 hours to take their turn. So I'm always waiting for ages. So then I'm like, well, I'll, I'll just start off with three new games. And, then, um, and it's just like constantly going. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm playing a lot of Patchwork at the mm. moment
1: i'm <laughs> imagining you being like queen's gambit or you're just yeah. like yeah like placing one piece moving on to the next table placing another yeah. piece
2: <laughs> It was funny yeah. actually because when i when i was playing when my friend was here because a two player game we, we played a couple of games of it and obviously you've got that little pawn and every time i moved the pawn and then i was like doing my little thinking face and i really felt like i was in que- queen's gambit <laughs> it was, really, it was quite funny actually um yeah, so i've been enjoying that um I've been playing a lot of Star Realms also, IRL, which I mm-hmm. never got to do, and um, I, I've taught <laughs> Star Realms is one that I actually taught to my friend, and I don't know how I haven't taught it to them before, but they seem to really like it. Like they keep asking me to play more games, so um, of Star Realms, so that yes. that's been really good. I have a new Star Realms friend, um, and I've also played a game called Twin It, which um, I have a copy here. Uh, it used to be distributed by Big Potato. That's kind of how I. Knew it, knew of it, but it's it's not anymore. I think somebody else took it. Maybe Asmodee, probably. Let's be real. Um,
1: but <laughs> oh, it's. <laughs> oh.
0: If you thought that was salty, just wait till we reach the news segment.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just a tape. That's a little a little dusting of Duster. salt. Yeah, yeah. And
2: yeah. an
0: um,
1: <laughs> But it's it's a
2: game by uh, if you know Jungle Speed, it's um mm. the same designer as Jungle Speed. So, um, Jungle Speed is a game where you have um, everyone has a deck of cards, and you reveal your a card, and it will has like very similar um, colors and well, same colors, and then similar symbols. And when you have the same card as somebody else, the same symbol, I think you grab a totem that's in the middle of the table, and it's very confusing. It's like Snap, but um, in this case, there's like a totem involved, and there's like little trick cards that will trip you up. So, Twin It is by the same guy. Uh, what's his name? Can't remember. It's not written here. Um, but oh, <laughs> S- S- Remy Sonier. No. Yes. Maybe yes. something like that. Mm. And um, <laughs> and in this just got a free shout out. There. In this game, you also have cards that have like the same colors and patterns, um, uh, but they're very like seventies inspired kind of um yeah colors and patterns. Um, and it's very similar. But in this case, you. Put the cards all over the table. So rather than having a stack where you put your cards, you put them all over the table. So eventually, there's more and more cards on the table, and you have to use two hands to snap on both cards. So one hand on one, and one hand on the other.
0: Okay.
2: Um, and it's really intense. It's like people that I used to play with it, uh, play with used to call it like Snap on Crack. Um, and you can play a team <laughs> version as well, which is the one I prefer actually, because in that one, you each of your the teammates like use one hand each. And so you have to communicate with your teammate the where the cards are without letting the other people know. And it like because the cards okay, are so awesome. like weird and abstract, you're trying to describe these cards without also describing it well enough so the other team gets it. Yeah, um, it's it's a lot of fun. So I've been playing hmm. that, um, and also Human Punishment, which is a game I brought up previously. It's a social yes. deduction game. Um, so they're doing or they had or still have a Kickstarter for a prequel Mm -hmm. of Human Punishment at the moment. So it kind of like had it back in my head. Um, So I played it a couple of times with some friends and it was really good fun just because it's a game that I really love. But um, because of the nature of the the social deduction game, I haven't played it in at least two years now. Um, Mm. And so it was nice to get back into it because there's a a mod on, on TTS, which works quite well. Um, I'd forgotten some rules, which I like, we kind of messed up a couple of times, but like it was, it was good. It was really good fun. The, the mod is really good. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean,
0: if, if we were a nutritionalist and if people ate board games, stick with me, uh, we'd say that that was a very well-rounded diet and, that uh, you, you know, your guts should be very happy with you. So, you know, yeah, w- well done. For, board game guts. Yeah, well done for, <laughs> for... You know, eat, eating your greens, but also in, enjoying some of the yeah. the other lighter delights of of yeah. tabletop gaming. Yeah, I lost myself don't there. At board the end.
1: Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't eat your board games. We we don't endorse it. It's not a good idea. Not one of your um, five a day.
0: Mm-mm. No, mm-mm. Uh,
1: point salad is not one of your five a <laughs> no. day. Nice. Uh, Ooh, look, look. Excellent. If that's everything, low leaf. I think that's
2: it. I feel like there's something I'm forgetting, but that's that's enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's enough, everyone.
0: Oh, Jungle Speed's a load of tut, by the way. I really don't like that game. Do you Just...
1: not? Oh, dear. Uh, oh. Sorry.
0: I it's know you really those... like it.
2: Well, to be honest, I'm quite bad at Jungle Speed, but it's one of those games I used to really enjoy teaching when I worked in a board game cafe, because it was one of those Mm. things that people get really confused about, and then they really got into it. And I I feel like I got a lot of joy of seeing the joy that people got out of it.
0: Fair enough. Mm. I mean, joy is an alien and unwelcome concept to me, so, you know, (laughs) it's just not my (laughs) bag. What have you been playing, (laughs) Mia?
1: Yeah, (laughs) okay um i've been playing i've actually played quite a lot this week um i've had friends who who got a board game arena pass um they've been a uh, grace graciously ugh, sharing it with us um so we've played some more seven wonders which is great i'm enjoying that game i'm still not amazing at it probably because i'm like i like the idea of pursuing things rather than actually you know, getting cards that might win me victory points. Right. So, like, I guess I just get into the role playing of it a bit too much. Like last time, I just kept getting swords because I was like, I feel like this is this is what my leader's going to do this time. And even though it was fun to, like, you know, prod the other, you know, my adjacent opponents with swords, it ultimately didn't win me the game. Mm. But I feel like I won in my own heart, mm. if that makes sense.
0: I do. I know what you mean. There are sometimes when I, I do it a lot with Twilight Imperium. I'm like, well, I came fourth, but oh, I gave them a good show. Like some, they'll be telling tales of my of my valiant not win, for exactly for decades.
1: Yeah, uh, you you work. You didn't win, but you'll be remembered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is ultimately important. But yeah, uh, yeah, Seven Wonders is a card drafting game that's pretty fun. Um, very straightforward on. Board Game Arena. Um so we played about that. We also played a lot of six and I'm gonna say this wrong. Six wonders. Six nymph. Six yeah, six nymph. but I like to call it six nymph, and I don't know why. Mm. It doesn't, it's not called that no. in any way or form. It's not spelt like that, it's six nip. But I like to call it six nymph, and you know what? My friends have been doing it now as well, so I'm I'm starting a trend here. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's a really fun game. Uh, it's just a very straightforward card game, where it's hard to explain.
2: It's like you play. Audi- you've got cards, and it, it'll give you so- four rows of cards, right? And then mm. you play a card, and your card, depending on what what number your card is closest to, that's where your number slots into. And you can yeah, exactly. get up to five, and that's fine. But if you place the sixth card in a row you get all of the cards in there or like you get the points on the cards and the, the aim of the game is to not get any points. Um, yeah. Because you want to like not get to 66 points because otherwise you lose. Yeah. Uh, I play, yeah. have you yeah. played the professional? Um, There's like a, prof- no, is it, pro- yeah, professional mode is the one I always play. I prefer to play it that way. Because in professional mode, the card will either go after or before. And I, uh, I much prefer it that way. Yeah. It's more chaotic.
0: It reminds <laughs> me a little we... bit of, um, was it called, was it like No Turning Back or whatever? Do you remember, Lily? It's a game we played at one of the packs. Is, 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 is. No
2: Turning Back. How does it work?
0: Uh, it's tiles and you have a drafting and then a point caching phase. I'm not explaining this very well. Let's just move on. It's fine. <laughs> i'm
1: sure yeah i I, i'm sure it's probably similar i don't know what game that is yeah um, uh, to
0: be honest at this point neither (laughs) do i
1: (laughs) maybe you it up.
0: forget i said anything please (laughs)
1: um yeah no sixth emit is um really fun and um it's just hilarious uh um we were we were saying how good it could be as a drinking game and we want to try that yeah that's a good idea once we can get in a group as as well (laughs) because it just has that element of um uh, like chaos and uh like you can just outright get really like a lot of points in one turn and it's kind of funny to watch someone like be like because a lot of the time it's if you're dealt just terrible cards there's not really much you can do about a situation sometimes, sometimes you are just in the bin so like it's about sometimes it's about embracing the bit like hmm. you just crawl in there and you live in there with the other people in the <laughs> bin uh and you know uh it, it, it's a really good game so we played a lot of that um we also played cult express love it Yeah i love that game it's really good uh i've got the physical version which is very dear Ooh. to me because it's got a little train in it yeah and I, love it. I
2: think it's it's one of those games that like when you see it on a table it just looks great as well
1: yeah it's done looks a really great. good job like
2: the little the little cardboard like rocks and everything like there was no yeah and the for cat died. it's so good like <laughs> i love it yeah.
1: exactly and it gives you a little backdrop thing <laughs> <Just>
0: like, um, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah it's just such a <laughs> I just love that. But the board game arena version is pretty good. <laughs> um it certainly like gets things going a lot quicker. Mm. Um, because it just does the the turn orders for you. Yeah. So like the best I can describe that game is it's a little bit like like coding. I, I say don't it's know a programming game.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It's like you have you play your cards, um you know, in a turn order, but then all those cards are played at the same time, mm-hmm. like all of, all every player's card, uh, and so you have to try and like figure out what you think your opponent is going to do after you, and pay attention to what your opponents have done before you, mm-hmm. so you can like you know shoot your enemies and, and steal loot. It's like a, a cowboy themed game, yeah. and um, I would say it's a bit hard to really get into it online because. There's just a different feeling of playing games online. I
2: think it's easier to not Mm. pay attention when you play online. Yeah. Which, like, in real life, yeah, you're just kind
0: of... Yeah, that's true enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and, like, not paying attention in Cult Express is kind of, like, beside the point of playing it. Uh, But I did really quite badly in that game (laughs) for the most part. I think I was just really, like, uh, targeted by my opponents. Right. Uh, I don't know why, because I was doing nothing (laughs) to them. Uh, There was one of our friends who just kept getting shot constantly. (laughs) Which was real rough. Mm. Um, But we played that, and that was great. Uh, I also played some Root as as one dance with Mr. Jarvis. And uh, I'm not bringing that up here because he won. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, he's not in the podcast this week, so he can't gloat (laughs) in front of me. Um... Yeah, that was fun. I love Room. It's just such a good game. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to this Marauder expansion that's going to come out because mm-hmm. uh, it sounds interesting. And apparently, it's not going to be the last one. Apparently, there's going to be more.
0: Oh, so. that doesn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a very popular game. Yeah. But um, yeah, I want to get a physical copy. It's on the list. Um,
0: if you have yeah. an opportunity to buy the neoprene mat, do it because root, uh, my one gripe with the physical edition of the base game is that, at least in my experience, the board is a lively one. It sort of like bunches up in the middle and you have to sort of spend time flattening it. Um, and it can be a real pain when you've got so many tokens mm. and they're all lightweight, um, a clumsy move and they start sliding about. So mm. Neoprene mm. map, yeah. get one, because they're great. Like Cosmic Frog's got one, Oath has got one, Din's got one. I love a neoprene mat, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Neoprene mats are great. I agree.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Although I would say there is a certain pleasure to a board. Oh, to a solid yeah.
0: Absolutely. Game board. Yeah. I just. But, you know,
1: uh, no, no. Right. Just like
0: a neoprene mat. I'm saying neoprene mat. Big neoprene, yeah. hit me up. I'm open to sponsorship.
1: <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's everything I've been playing. Mm. Yeah, that's a it's lot. Been a busy old yeah. yeah, it's been a my fr- my friends have just really wanted stepped to step it up. Board game at yeah. The moment. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, I step I've stepped up to the board game. Mm. Um yeah, uh it's been a good week. So there you go. Uh if that's everything mm-hmm. we've played, shall we move on to news?
0: Let's do it.
1: I suppose <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound too excited, <laughs> um Yeah, uh, there's been some real hot news this week. Uh, so hot that we've had to really cut down uh, on what we're covering mm. this week. Um, uh, but we've we've selected the, the the tastiest and spiciest pieces of news available <laughs> from uh, Dicebreaker.com. Um, we'll start off with this. Uh, this is actually from today which will be technically uh, earlier in the week for you when you listen to this, slash watch it. Um, A second edition of Great Western Trail has been announced um, Mm. alongside an entirely new uh, trilogy uh, of Great Western Trail games. Um, I'm not sure any of us have actually played Great Western Trail.
2: (laughs) I haven't, but I... All I've heard is good things, and I've got friends who are obsessed with it. So it's one of those games, I, it's on my list of, I need to play this. But yeah, Ooh. not played it.
0: <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, I thought like I had, but I got confused with Western Legends. So Ah,
1: yeah. But, Which yeah. is also a, a, a Western-themed
0: it board is, game. It is, yeah.
1: But decidedly different in terms of focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Western Legends is like, yeehaw, shoot him ups And then Great Western Trail is like, cows.
0: Yeah. I'm slightly disappointed the trilogy isn't going to be Great West, Great Western, Great Westest. um, (laughs) They look interesting. I'm looking at the story
1: um, now. Sorry, Johnny, what was that?
0: I was just saying, I'm looking at the story.
1: Yeah, it's uh, written by... I love that you
2: went that way, Johnny, and not like, good Western trail, better (laughs) Western trail,
1: Great Western.
0: Best Western trail. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Best Western...
2: you could get a sponsorship yeah i I'm,
0: I'm, I'm i've already made my play i'm going for big neoprene or nothing i'll
1: take the
2: best well, western sponsorship yeah lonnie yeah, right yeah. i
1: think Lonies, i think you should do a pr event where you get a load of cows and try and sp- see how many you can fit in a great western <laughs> train do i just, no, do great I not western just bring hotel. them
2: from great west from best western to best western
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or you could exactly uh, get trains Three of them, first great western, second great western, third great western.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, this is written by our news writer, Chase. Um, uh, and yeah, so there's going to be a second edition of the game, um, which is good because the artwork for the first edition is awful. Um, <laughs> if you've ever seen it, it's honestly, it's really, it just doesn't, ex- there is no excitement uh you know driven by the front cover of that box it's, it's just three it's very stern looking men yeah <laughs> looking at you going i hope you're qualified for this yeah um the new art is much much better if you've seen it it's um more kind of whimsical and captures the the feeling of being a cowboy i guess mm. um oh, yeah. yeah so in this game you you heard uh, you're like a cattle driver and you just heard your your cows across uh, across the Western Frontier. Um, it's it's fairly dry in terms of what you're actually doing, but the, the theme of it looks like it kind of. you know makes it a bit more exciting and people seem to really like it. Um, this uh, new version will have new art. I'm not sure about any new mechanics that are being introduced um however there will also be two additional games um uh, one set in argentina and one set in new zealand um again not a huge amount known about those new games aside from the locations mm. and um it looks like new zealand you're dealing with sheep yeah
0: i mean it would be it would be seem appropriate
1: which would make sense uh because there's a lot of sheep there apparently mm. um yeah, um, the, the that's why they call it are... New
2: Zealand, huh?
1: Huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> d- <laughs> the the second edition is going to release later this year. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> whereas it looks like the next um, two games will come in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. Nice. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that's exciting.
0: Wow. What a time to be alive.
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That artwork um,
2: does look a lot nicer. Yeah, so. it is oh, much, so. much nicer. Yeah, can I can thoroughly was...
0: recommend checking out the story just to see the actual colourful art rather than yeah, the, the yeah. three stern men. You're... It's a
1: known fact. I've spoken about it to Mr. Jarvis before when I've written about Great Western Trail I've said, what? Is... What? <laughs> It's another one of those why moments
0: yeah. in Why are all my uncles and... on the front of this board game and <laughs> what have I done to upset them?
2: Uh, I was just going to say, it kind of looks like we've got uh, my Johnny and uh, Wheels on the front
0: of Wow. The who is who? Lonely?
1: I don't want to Matt, get Matt into is this. the middle
2: one. Johnny's the white bearded one. and oh, I mean, f- Wheels right. clearly got some kind of a fake mustache. Maybe I am the third one with a
1: fake mustache. <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: there we go. Yeah great
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, you know how you go into board game game shops though, and there's a, there are games you see every single time and you'll mm. pick them up one in every five just to be like what is this mm. again i feel like great western trail is i've i've come across it on the shelf so many times and i don't think i've ever looked at the back because the front of it just looks
1: yeah so dreary mm. so off-putting and that's a big thing with board games mm. like you've got a yeah they're very much like books i suppose in that manner that um, you've got to draw people in with the with the cover, and yeah. then get people uh, interested like that the way. The new
2: boxes look great. The way they've done the artwork around the side makes it look almost like three D. Like you can, it's very panoramic. Mm. Mm.
1: Yes. Me. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I, no, I, I agree. And uh, you know, in in the stories, the creator was inspired by sort of the really panoramic shots from Sergio Leone films. All right. So, that.
1: so that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sure if Matt was here, he'd have a lot more to say about the, the gameplay aspects of Great Western Trail. Uh, I think but we've, we've done a great imagine. job.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we've done right, a great yeah. job. He's off enjoying yeah. his route victory and probably <laughs> yeah, watching Dragon Ball.
1: That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, just thinking
0: about that. how he. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you, do do you think that's what Matt work. does on his time off? He watches Dragon Ball yeah. and like has a little train that he just drives on his knee. <laughs>
0: Ah. Choo, choo. You, know, you know he listens to this podcast, right? <laughs> I don't know how many episodes behind he is, but he's, he's going to kick your ass in one to three weeks.
1: Matt, no, Matt wouldn't kick anyone's ass. Wow, he, he'll probably just... Um, no, he's too he's too kind and forgiving. For yeah, that. fair
0: enough. I'm the more vengeful yeah. type.
1: <laughs> he'll probably just give lowlies that disappointed
0: look. Ugh. We all know that's lowly. worse. Right, next news worked. story. Yeah,
1: let's get. Go- <laughs> <laughs> um so this one's a, a more sad one I guess. Um so Metal Gear Solid the board game um which was announced like a long quite, quite a while ago. Um it's been in the works for for a long time has been canceled according to its designer Emerson Matsuchi. Snake.
0: Um snake. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. We had a lot of people commenting on the news story of that don't worry, (laughs) you're not alone (laughs) Um, so this is very odd but it's very classic in in tabletop industry fashion Um, it was announced by Matsuchi on a board game geek post Mm -hmm. (laughs) so not by the publisher Um, uh, I did contact the publisher but I've heard nothing so far so um, you know we'll hold our counsel on that so far um the publisher in question is idw publishing um they do quite a few licensed games and things so they acquired the rights from konami who make the video games uh to to make this board game and then matsuchi has you know obviously is designer for it and he seems to be very passionate about the project because uh he announced that it was cancelled in december uh but we don't know why um uh, just that it was made then, uh, but Matsuchi seems to be trying to acquire the rights from Konami to continue making the game. Nice. So he's got the he's got the rights to the design of the actual game, but he hasn't got the licensing rights okay. for Metal Gear Solid. Um, but he's apparently looking into it. Um, uh, he I think he's founder for Nazca Games. Uh, or at least is connected to that publisher so they're they're working together to try and get this board game finished so i don't know how far along it was when it was cancelled but it sounds like it's it was pretty close to being finished
0: yeah he kind of he just said that they missed the release window didn't they
1: oh, i don't know whether so, yeah
0: meant, you know they only had so long to get the, the game out or what but I really like the idea that he's now yeah. gone in like a solid snake and is sneaking around Konami's office trying to steal the rights to, <laughs> to the board game. Like he's taken his stomach acid suppressants and he's swallowed a whole pack of cigarettes and he's ready to go, him and his bandana.
1: He's hiding in a crate. Yep. <laughs> he's definitely hiding in a crate in Konami's offices right now. Not like a chicken. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but uh, no joke, he's trying to do it legally. <laughs> <laughs> no jokes, please. <laughs> um, but but they, he said there's no guarantees that mm. that it's gonna happen. Um, but it looks like he's trying his best to make it happen. But um, this cancellation has essentially happened after a, a several delays to the game. Mm. So it, it was initially announced it was going to be delayed uh, from early 2019 into summer 2020, and then that was delayed again mm. until oh. uh, this summer. And now IDW has just apparently cancelled it. Again, no comment from them, as far as I know. Um yeah, uh, it's just a bit of a mess. In the in the last delay, they the, the publisher said um it's taken a while to implement some changes that they've had to the design. Um and so they've delayed they delayed it for those reasons. Right. Um so at the moment it's really just speculation as to what what the hell happened, really? But mm. I've got theories.
0: I mean, in many ways, taking absolutely ages to make this thing is the most Metal Gear Solid thing <laughs> they could have done. Um, but yeah. it is
1: in true auto fashion. Yeah,
0: I do hope it. I do hope it comes comes out in the end because you know, yeah. to be honest with you, uh, like I make no bones about the fact, video game adaptations don't really excite me that much um but i mean there's a massive audience for metal gear solid but mostly it's just like the creators fighting the good fight now to get it out Mm. he clearly cares and is passionate and that sort of passion deserves to be rewarded with the thing actually coming to fruition so
2: it kind of makes me think that it must it's going to be decent right if he's so passionate about it that he's like
1: you know you'd hope so i mean yeah 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 so the general premise behind the game was it's it's a, based on the first video game, so Metal Gear Solid. Um, so it's a co-op game where you play as like the different characters from the game, so Solid Snake, Meryl, Otacon, etc. Mm-hmm. And you're infiltrating the nuclear weapons facility and trying to take down the terrorists uh, and such. Um, nice.
0: um, shout out yeah. to any diehard Metal Gear fans, by the way, uh, who, uh, you know, twitched impishly when you said it was the first game it's obviously based off the first metal gear solid game yes there are metal gear games before that you pedants sorry yeah don't worry i
1: was aware of that no i knew Um, i knew
0: you knew but i just knew there'd be somebody yelling at their radio or whatever they listen to this on
1: their radio radio. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yelling at their radio we're not coming out of it but (laughs) yelling at it um yeah, no, it's the first Metal Gear Solid. Getting
0: at their Walkman The Walkman. Um, <laughs>
1: the Walkman. Um, Bad yes.
0: Turning over their commemorative <laughs> dicebreaker podcast 12 inch. <laughs> It'd probably be a 76. Oh, that'd be so it? cool. Rewinding the Betamax to make sure that really is what we said. <laughs> Absolutely livid. Let me just
1: listen to that again. Oof, um, I nearly yeah, snapped no,
0: my laser disc in half, so I did. <laughs>
1: Um, No, uh, Matsuchi does genuinely sound passionate about it. And it sounds Mm. like there have been changes made. The changes, I assume, have been made to try and improve things. Or at least like, you know, that they wanted to... IDW clearly wanted to release the game in a state that Matsuchi and everyone else was was happy with. But I, again, speculation, none of this is legal, yada yada. Um, I wonder whether either the licensing agreement ran out because they've been they've been creating it for so long or whether they wanted to cut their losses before they actually produced a physical game because mm. that's where most of the money is spent in actually making the physical pieces etc uh, yeah um, I mean
2: I don't know obviously about video games was there a new Metal Gear game that came out in the last couple of years where they trying to be oh, no mate! <laughs> no, Metal
1: Gear Solid
0: 5 came out four or five years ago now um, yeah, and yeah, then so, there was uh, the whole big yeah yeah it's but i big.
2: mean like yeah. even four or five years ago if they were trying to bring a, a board game that was maybe closer to that release because i mean now we're talking almost two years right so uh, two years since it was mm. supposed to come out
1: um yeah yeah now it's like um, time is yeah. moving on so.
0: it's possible yeah
1: i don't know i mean the thing is uh konami are notoriously difficult as a publisher to deal with um they just have a reputation of of being difficult so i wonder if, I, I don't know if it's anything to do with that or again konami haven't said anything either so uh mm. who knows but hopefully matsuchi manages to get it up to ground like yeah. i think we want to see that and the fans want to see it and i think people have pre-ordered it as well so i don't know what's going on with that so yikes yikes indeed mm. uh, so there you go um thoughts and prayers, really. <laughs> yep. um, here's another story um, so cluedo as it's known in the UK or clue as it's known elsewhere mm-hmm. uh is apparently getting an animated series um yeah <laughs> what
2: well, are they gonna look for mr black every episode and then it has a different uh,
1: color every episode how does that even work uh no idea uh, I mean, there are
0: yeah yeah. Hmm.
1: yeah there are absolutely no details as to what this the plot line is going to contain who's in it uh, you know uh, it's just that it exists or it's going to um, and it's being co-created by Entertainment One which is a studio owned by Hasbro, which is the publisher that owns Cluedo uh, and it's uh, being produced alongside of a, a Fox Entertainment owned company called Bento Box Entertainment
0: um, oh Bento Box isn't that... Um i think they also make bob's burgers don't they
1: well that make sense if it was animated if they do animated programs yeah so. they do
0: they make the bob's yeah, burgers well, that's,
1: okay. that's, that's more interesting sign. yeah yeah um
0: paradise pd glove and boots paradise yeah. pd is pretty good i've but, not seen it I've got, I'm but, i see it mean i absolutely adore bob's burgers mm. so.
1: yeah I've okay, not watched it, okay. but I've heard good. Things. This might be good. No, this
0: oh. might be good. What are you gonna say about the characters? Because didn't they release like a new edition of Cluedo that, that changed or cut some of the characters? Because yeah. when I was um, a kid, I was always Professor Plum. <clears throat> mm.
2: uh,
0: and now I don't even think Professor Plum's in it anymore. I
2: think
0: I was Miss Scarlet.
1: Whoa! Whoa!
0: Where did no, that I come don't mean from? That. <laughs> Spiciest take I've ever heard you have and It was about Cluedo characters.
1: Kids don't want to play as Professor Plum. They want to play as like a skateboarder or like a graffiti artist or something. You know, they don't want to play or st- or a YouTube streamer or something well, like that. They don't want to play as.
0: I, well, I'm sorry that childhood me had academic aspirations, <laughs> and I'm also sorry to childhood me that I didn't fulfil them. Oh well,
1: you're an. You're an academic of tabletop gaming. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, that, that counts. Okay. Um, yeah, so all we know that it's going to be based on the board game. We don't know what version. Um, and that it's going to be made by these two companies. Um, Hasbro has been on a bit of a roll lately with uh, adaptations. Mm. So there's the d film and television series. And there's going to be a series on risk. Oh and, god, I forgot uh, about that one. Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's been uh, written by the um person behind the John Wick trilogy. Um mm-hmm. and there's going to be a uh, another animated series which is based on Magic the Gathering. Yeah, which makes a bit more sense. Yeah, definitely because there's
0: loads of, loads of lore in that. You know, lore like, and, in that. Yeah, you know, planeswalkers um, go through massive long journeys, but yeah. As for uh, the rest of it, can can people stop commissioning shows with patently stupid concepts and then attaching like actual interesting creators, please? <laughs> Cause, yeah, because uh, that's becoming a trend, and I'm not a fan. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean it. For me, it's just, like, very dependent on the property. I don't think tabletop gaming is entirely devoid of of good sources
0: hmm.
1: of, of stuff like this, but not something like Clue, where, like... I mean, there's already a film of Cluedo! Yeah. It's, it's got Tim Curry in it!
0: I mean, yeah, what more what, what could you want? <laughs> I
1: don't know what the problem is, here is. Like, come on! Yeah. Why do we need an animated show as well? But um, well, Maybe it'll be good. You don't know! We don't know. Mm. So, uh, that's happening. Uh, any ideas for casting?
0: Um, oh Anyone God. got any strong views? Um, uh, Tim
1: Curry? Tim no, Curry.
0: Tim Curry. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe
2: uh, Tom Hanks <laughs> as Colonel Mustard.
0: Oh, I was about to say Patrick trick. Stewart as Colonel Mustard.
1: <laughs> Tom French as
0: Mrs. White. There we go. Oh, Nicolas Cage is um, Reverend
2: Professor Green. Oh. oh, that <gasps> Oh, the guy
1: from The Mummy as Professor Plum.
0: Brendan Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser. Oh,
1: oh yeah, anything that would get Brendan Fraser back on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I would watch that very happily. Watch that. Yeah. And hey, heck, put Rachel Wise in there as well.
0: Like teaming back up. She, Can she you imagine that mis- they finally get reunited for <laughs> <in> Cluedo? <laughs> good lord right <laughs> next news story yeah
1: loli's. it's time to get fired up this is your moment hmm. um uh, yeah a board game arena what's going on with it lowlies
2: board us, game arena has been bought by asthma day and mm. it's a terrible terrible time for all of us <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's Low opinion there. Yes. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not an whole. opinion
1: shared by Dicebreaker. No, it's this, Loli's opinion. This is my Please This is
2: my thinking, right? <laughs> I'm upset because, right? I love Board Game Arena. It is my go-to for playing tabletop games above like tabletop sim or anything else. Like especially since lockdown. I love Board Game Arena. I've been on Board Game Arena for years. It's great. It's free. And if you want to pay, you pay 20 quid a year. It's very cheap. It's great. Mm. Um, it's got a fairly small section of games, like compared to TTS especially. But it's great. It's got like most of the, the main ones and some other ones. Ah, uh, not so good.
1: Uh, but... <laughs> the main ones and so some the other ones. ones.
2: Um, <laughs> As- what <laughs> annoys me is that Asma they keep buying everything up and it's like I'm already, like, get really annoyed whenever they buy a- another publisher because it just feels like they are becoming this monopoly. Pun intended. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> And it's just, like, really frustrating. And so now they've bought, like, an online place where you can play board games and I'm Worried about a few things like, I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's gonna be a lot more games available, which will be cool. Mm. But at what cost? Yeah. Like at little um, what cost? Like are they gonna start charging? Are they gonna charge more? Um, are they gonna like make it a big push for the games that they sell? Which let's is actually all of the games ever. Let, let's be real. Mm. Um, I don't know. <sighs> I'm trying I mean, to have an open mind, but also it's like very frustrating to me that they just own everything.
0: It, it, like I, I do hear what you're saying about um, Asmodee being, you know, absolutely gargantuan. And it is, it, it truly is, especially in the UK. It's, it's you know, it basically owns everything. But um, I believe, okay, so the announcement said key brands from Asmodee will be made available on Board Game at ASAP. Cool. So, um, but I think it was said that uh, yeah. It would be they, they, allowed to operate independently. Yeah.
1: yeah, the Asmodee stated that Board Game Arena will continue to operate as an independent entity and confirmed that board games from publishers not owned by Asmodee uh, would continue to be hosted and offered to users for free. It
0: does make you wonder what that means for future games that might be added, though. And mm. um, I mean, the, the, the thing is, even if Uh, It's allowed to operate as an independent entity. You know, things will change. It's inevitable when one business acquires another. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a matter of, yeah, waiting and seeing. And, yeah, I I can totally understand your concerns, ladies. Um, Mm.
1: Yeah, Asmodee are an enormous humongous that's
0: just slowly
1: absorbing a lot of... That's my issue. It's
2: just they're just absorbing everything and it's like... When will this stop? Um, like, no one can oh. stop it because, like, obviously for them, it's great because they've got, like, they're being, I'm assuming, being paid a bunch of money now um for mm. this website that they kind of, like, started from nothing a few years back. Which, I'm happy for them, but it's... It's just, I wish there was somebody who was competing with Asmodee at least, but it just feels like no one is. And it feels like they're just I mean, growing Hasbro, to such a but point. But
1: Hasbro's is just as
2: bad. Oh, but it's growing to such a point where it feels like who is gonna. Like Hasbro's very different though, I think. Hasbro's, like, it's not. I don't know, it's very
1: different, I think. I mean, they're comparable in terms of, of potentially the, the two biggest, mm. I'd say, corporate entities in tabletop gaming. Uh, but I suppose as Modi. See, is more of a distributor, whereas Hasbro is a publisher that kind of that owns other publishers yeah. as well. Mm. So they do offer, you know, they do work in different kind of areas. Um, but I guess Asmodee have just got a big hold on the, on the market in terms of, yeah, they do a lot of the releasing, you know, in different countries. Mm. Uh, and I guess with this, there is a fear of them changing the way it operates or or you know charging more for it etc yeah but yeah i mean until they do something like that yeah don't really know I mean, they me... have said sorry carry on i was just gonna say they have said they're going to add skull and splendor to the game in the coming weeks apparently
0: so okay but part of me wonders it's... if um, the appeal for asmodee isn't uh, improving sort of the social elements of the games it releases on, say, Steam, because yeah. if, it, if you ever play something like Love Letter or Mysterium on on Steam, the the Asmodee released ones are the games themselves. Once you get into them, run very smoothly, but the chat interface and getting mm. into a game with people it's it's, it's ungainly and and gross, Awkward, So part of me hopes that you know there there can be a sharing of knowledge there, and perhaps you know Asmodee's official releases. Um, will we, we'll improve, but um yeah, either way, uh we're gonna have to keep a close eye on this one and see how it shakes out but um I think it's safe to say are ain't feeling too positive about it
2: nope. I mean I kind of have an open mind you know i'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that person, but also right now I'm not happy <laughs> about
1: it that's all I'm saying
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough <laughs> next news story. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's liven things up here. <laughs> um, so, The Witcher, um, mm. which people may know from the television series uh, starring Henry Cavill. Um, but uh, it is also a video game series.
0: And a series um, of novels by Andrzej Sapkowski.
1: Indeed it is. So the video game series is based on the novels. Uh, But there is a new board game coming out based on the video games, specifically. um, Because it's being uh, co-published by CD Projekt Red, uh, which is the studio that puts out the the video games, uh, the trilogy of games. Um, uh, And so this uh, board game is called The Witcher Old World, which is a very creative title. Uh, apparently it takes place before Geralt is gallivanting around uh, around uh, the world doing his thing sitting in bathtubs killing monsters etc um, and you play as witches uh, from the different sort of classes of, uh, of um, witches so yes witch- of witcherton <laughs> <laughs> um so i've never seen the witcher sort of... before i don't know if that's obvious <laughs> well
0: you had the me fooled
1: <laughs> the thing is the the witcher television series takes place when the witcher schools are kind of in the toilet uh so uh this is i assume this board game is taking place when the witcher schools are kind of at their peak uh or at so least the, you know
0: at least they exist and they're training yeah. new witches yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so there are five different witcher schools you can pick from: the wolf, the griffin, the cat, the bear, or the viper.
2: This sounds great. And... I don't know what this is about, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> I
0: think. And they all witcher. have. I think I would. Yeah. Yeah, carry
2: on. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, they all have different uh, abilities depending on which one you pick. So, like the cat is faster, whereas bear witches are like more defensive and such and this kind of plays into a a deck of cards that you use to kind of control your character and do different actions so depending on the school you pick you'll have uh, different cards to start with and then you sort of build on that deck as you go through by mastering new skills and acquiring new equipment and things like that and you use that to defeat monsters um, to gain trophies which allow you to win the game So, you'll be going off on quests, gaining coin and renown, and uh, you also make various moral choices that may change the narrative of the game. Uh, It looks interesting. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's being um, published, co published by Go On Board, who I don't know that well, Mm. but um, they've done some games. Valhalla, apparently, is one. King and Assassins? I don't I've never played them, but um
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Fascinating stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so uh, there are other Witcher board games. Um I have I played any of them? I think there's a there's an adventure game that people seem to like. Yeah. That's kind of based on Geralt spef- like specifically. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I quite um, like this
0: idea where you, you create your own Witcher and sort of go off having adventures. I think it's yeah. a, it's a rich world.
2: Mm. I like the. I don't know anything about the Witcher as I say, but it's. I'm kind of excited about this.
0: <laughs> it cool, sounds great. like yeah. something that
2: I'd really like. I feel like I'd enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of got an RPG look- thing to it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a world you know, where basically that like there didn't used to be monsters, and then the spheres converged, and suddenly monsters. So there are all these horrible beasts that shouldn't be here in the world. Um, mm. and humans are just sort of trying to live their lives scrabbling about in the dirt and being a bit like, why is this horrible thing over here? <laughs> and which is uh, basically um, people who have undergone mutations and, and trials and things to give them sort of superhuman uh, resilience and all this kind of stuff and tremendous abilities, like heightened senses, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but they're also kind of social outcasts. They're seen as freaks and mutants and they go around hunting monsters for money. Oh. They're like sell swords. Yeah. But really cool ones, they're also sexy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, Geralt is sexy. like yeah. uh, Especially if you've the seen other... the Team oh, Daddy d- version of them. Of, of on, on oh, the good question. <laughs> okay, so, look, Matt's already warned me once about making the podcast the first thing. <laughs> Fine. I've got to be careful. He listens to this. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The Witcher world is really interesting. They uh, They can also perform... It's it's magic. They call it signs, but it's basically magic. Like uh, there are there is one witcher school particularly that is. I think it's the griffin that's more accomplished at doing correct. signs than others. Um, correct. Well done. Have I atoned for the earlier Metal Gear thing? <laughs> <laughs> Am I all right now? Yeah, you're Am fine. I cool? Yeah, i so fine. You <laughs> carry on, mate. Um. <laughs> yeah it looks like there are miniatures in there because obviously there are they look yeah. very
2: big if that's like the real yeah. size then they're like the same size as the box which seems where Asana? does the rest of the game
1: go
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that might be a perspective issue there yeah, but, it's, um... it's a
0: witcher and uh, that's a leshen which is like a forest creature that's the um, thing yeah. that
2: like I'm very attracted to right now
0: the the, Ooh, monsters wow, in the, the monster lore in, in the witcher <laughs> is, is really cool okay. um, Yeah, leshens are just like so atmospheric and and cool and like yeah
2: yeah i want to paint it's essentially
1: it.
0: like one of those essentially <laughs> 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 wow
1: lonely I'm getting thirsty yeah, um yeah. essentially the witcher world is this world was already pretty rubbish because wars and keep happening in it and people are pretty scummy but now it's even worse because there are also monsters <laughs> great <laughs> yep <laughs> but um hey you get to have fun i guess
0: um, yeah. yeah, and it's not just way. a straight you know, video game yeah, adaptation it's, so- it's, it's no. got heart and it's sort of like it's taking its own direction with it, so yeah, going to yeah. keep an eye on that one
1: exactly, the Kickstarter campaign is set to be launched um, in May this year uh, and the, it, the game looks like it's going to be released in April next year, cool. so a bit of a wait only 11 months to uh, wait Nice. Only eleven months. You'll keep a calendar. Eleven months until I can get my lesion. Yeah, I will have one of those like miniature. calendars with a
2: red marker. I'm crossing off the days. Yeah. <laughs> Lesh,
1: this is lesion hot.
0: <laughs> right. No more news stories.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Woo. We know okay. everything that's new now, and so do you at home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You've you've heard all the hot goss. Um. We're going to do some emails Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Answer some email and Twitter questions. Thank you to everyone who sent us uh, questions. Uh, You can send us questions if you haven't uh, through our email address, which is podcast at dicebreaker.com. Or you can comment on uh, the podcast article that you might have read to get this video, or the YouTube. Comment a uh, you the YouTube comment, <laughs> <laughs> or you can just send us a tweet. You know, we are into that. We, yeah. we do twer. Um, we're down okay. with the kids.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we tweet.
0: Well.
1: Yeah, um, Lolies Would you like to read this first question from Will? Me and I would love to. Will's
2: <laughs> Will says podcast pop. Podcast. Why can't I say podcast? Podcast question for y'all. I've asked a bunch of times about games being too big and having too many miniatures, etc. But what about the opposite? What board games deserves the sprawling, too extravagant treatment of something like TI4? Hey, that's my fish, maybe? Will also asks a sensible and a silly question. The sensible question being can. Oh, no, 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 sorry. That's not. That's, that's, that's not a happening. different question, my oh, dear. That's a different <laughs> question. Sorry. Abort. Abort. Um, set a
0: watch. <laughs> Do me, give me a massive honking grey edition of Set a Watch.
2: With a mat,
0: um, with a neoprene mat. Oh, um, <laughs> neoprene mat. Um, yeah, just like a, a mega deluxe version of Set a Watch. Maybe not with miniatures. Uh, but, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe with miniatures. Mm. Like mm-hmm. if if you had miniatures of the, the player characters yeah. to show when you've exhausted your abilities or whatever. Um that would be kind of fun. I don't know, like because I kind of if I'm reading Will's question correctly, it's sort of like this is a, a lavish thing where we're just scaling up for the sense of mm-hmm. of grandeur. Yeah. Um so that would be a big one for me. Um mm. uh
2: I, I understand the question that's being asked, and I know this is not really in that same <laughs> thing,
0: but mm-hmm. I'm a
2: sucker for anything like giant versions of board games. So when you go to events <laughs> when events were still a thing and you could like play a giant version of King of Tokyo, for example, or like yeah or um, I don't mm. know one of the other games that you can play, um, that I love that and I know that's like not really what <laughs> Will's asking. But, like, to be honest, you could take any game. And if you, like, if you make Star Realms with big cards, <laughs> I will I will be there. <laughs> Shuffling
0: a deck would be so tedious.
2: Oh, my God, I, yeah.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. I would bloody love if they scaled up Twilight Imperium 4 even more. So, like, <laughs> it takes over a whole sports hall. Yeah. Or you have to use <laughs> one of those generals paddles to move your pieces around. Um, oh God, just bigger anything, oh! really.
1: Or you had actual like that, like that bit in The Simpsons where, like, oh, yeah. uh, Burns has people as the chess pieces. Yeah. Have like people just be the the different components and things. Yeah, you have to move around. You have to go move to that corner, please.
0: Yeah, just got a radio in. You're like, um, <laughs> can you move to Mechatol Rex, please? <laughs> uh, or giant Jenga with gold bars. So, like, if the if the you know you could kill somebody when it t- topples wow. if you're not careful just ingots come crashing down and smash into a toddler or something
1: oh my god this heist a toddler's just there wow. <laughs> quick wow. someone move that toddler this very dark.
0: yeah sorry well, it's no it's fine this podcast.
1: is this is no no this is just imaginary we're not actually going to do that yeah, um
0: just, not actually kill a toddler yeah. with solid gold bars <laughs> I can't yet.
1: afford a solid gold bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs>
0: what do you uh, take me for?
1: Um, I don't know. For me, hmm, camel up with actual camels. <gasps> <gasps> how do you stack how, them though?
0: Yeah, how do you stack them up? <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Put a plank across Listen, the hump of on
0: one. Talking about smashing a toddler flat with, with solid gold <laughs> bars is one thing. But this is just animal cruelty we're talking about now.
1: <laughs> no have them step on each other i'd maybe just like tie them up or something like like no but like with a ribbon to indicate like oh this this one is on top of this one I don't know. Like, I think it would be fun. Although I rode on a camel once and it was very scary. I I mean,
2: I think even, like, without, if you didn't do it with real camels, having ones that you could, like, camel size that you could sit on the camel, that would be great. Like, (gasps) I wouldn't... Oh, that would be
1: great! Like, uh, oh, like when you go to the supermarket and you get to ride around in the little trolley thing. Yeah, they don't do those anymore, do they? I know, it's barbaric. Um, But I I want to do that, but with camel up. I want to ride around on a fake camel. I like it. Just, yeah, just be
0: divorced. I feel
2: like I've ruined your question, Will. I'm sorry, but also, I've <laughs> enjoyed this immensely.
0: Enjoy yeah. Will's, <laughs> Will's been following along with Dicebreaker long enough to, to know what to expect yeah. from us
1: now. Yeah. When you send us a question, it, like, goes into a weird machine and then plops out the <laughs> yeah, other you're,
0: <laughs> you're less asking a suggestion as suggesting a question, I think. Because <laughs> we are happy to take them and run.
1: Speaking um, of which... Yeah, Johnny, would you like to do the next question from Rachel James, please? Oh
0: yeah, Rachel James says, sensible question, can games be too minimal? Is there a point when there's not enough content for something to be considered a game? Uh, And silly question, what games would you play with Danny DeVito and what snacks would you bring?
1: Yeah, Um, I would also add this other question that's right below it, which says, if Danny DeVito was a snack food, what kind of snack food would he be? So I just figure those two questions just meld into the number, really.
0: Um, Vis-a-vis, can games be too minimal?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: You think yes?
2: Well, okay. The game that comes to mind for me is one that I feel like there's a lot of people disputing that it is a game. It's the mind. Uh, That's like one of the most minimal games ever. But it's, I don't think a game can be too minimal. But there's games which are certainly like... (sighs) I don't know. I feel like there could be more, maybe. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Like, the mind, yeah. if you don't know what the mind is, is a card game where you each have a certain number of cards and um, you're trying to play them uh, so that they go in ascending order, uh, but you're not allowed to communicate at all. So you just sit there in silence until one of you plays a card and hope that it's lower than the one you still have in your hand. It's And, there's a, and you're not allowed to communicate in any way, like, not, like physically not emotionally just not at all so it, yeah i mean yeah. i don't play
0: it like that anyway so when when people are playing you know they're, they're like oh my god we were so in sync with one another it's like we were psychic etc etc yeah um and it, i yeah i have friends who say it's just not a game it's just a game of
2: who is the most stubborn sometimes
0: so. yeah but then i don't know i I feel like the definition of a game can be so broad. It's basically just whatever a group of people decide it is. Yeah. Like I went mm. to a, I went to a, you know, a friend's barbecue on a roof at what feels like 4,000 years ago now. But in reality, it was like maybe two years ago. Um, and we had a bucket and we had a cork from a, a bottle of something. And we played three hours playing cork bucket, which is just, <laughs> I mean, I don't even need to explain the rules, but it was, yeah, it was definitely but... a game, you know, like, yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's a bit like uh, the pornography razor. It's like, you know, when you see it, like, I mean, the pornography... Sorry, Matt Jarvis. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's, it's an actual thing. Like, it's, it's I mean, don't Google it without an incognito <laughs> window, but um, people know wh- when a game's a game, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I think if it has rules, then it's a game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I do... I think being picky about whether something is a game or not is kind of leaning into, It's a like, bit
2: gatekeepy, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it is. But I do think there are some games that I'm disappointed with because I'm like, "Is this isn't entertaining because there's not enough to really engage yeah. me. Like like that King's Gambit game that was just, like, this is not fun. It's, it's like, just not. there's not enough there
0: mm-hmm. to, like,
1: have me want to care about what I'm doing. Um... I think there are games like a lot of like party card games do that for me when I'm like, "What is the draw here? Like, what am I but supposed to be?" doing? those aren't
0: in? minimal though. Those are just arbitrary. Like, I make no no bones about the fact I hate Flux with a burning passion. But that's got rules. It's got loads of rules. It's got more rules yeah. than it needs, no, they're and they're games. constantly in Flux. Um,
1: they're games. It is but a they're game. Just it's like... just
0: arbitrary. It's so arbitrary that it may as well not be. It, it like it's. Oh, I hate Flux, but. Um, <laughs> In terms of something being so minimal that it's not a game, it's just like no, it's not no, a game when yeah. it's not a game anymore when you stop playing. That's mm. it. That's it's like
2: it's like uh, the game. Bang. You've just lost the game. Oh fuck! For... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you, so much, Everyone lowly. listening
1: to this is just also has a just lost the game. Everyone just lost the
2: game.
0: My... Uh, you're wow. welcome.
2: <laughs> you've been on such a long streak. Now you've lost the game.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Um, right, Danny Devito. Wh- what do we think about Danny be... Devito? <laughs> He'd be what? one of those really big balls of, like, uh, balls? Really big <laughs> bags of, like, cheese puffs.
2: Oh, really? I was um, going to go they're the massive other way. Ones. Um there is uh There's, I was talking... There's a novel way? <laughs> well, yeah, because cheese puffs is pretty um, savoury. I was I was going more the sweet ring, right, oh. Um, oh, I was thinking, uh, I, think, I feel like I was talking to someone about this the other day. I remember when I went to America, not not about Danny DeVito specifically, but about this sweet. And when this question came up, I thought, yeah, I feel like Danny DeVito could be this sweet. Um, when I went to America when I was like 17, I went to Ohio and they've got these uh, sweets called Buckeyes. And they are just uh, like chocolate. That's it's like it's like peanut butter covered in chocolate. I can't remember if there's anything else, maybe a nut or something. No, there's peanut butter. I don't know. Either way, they're really, really good. And I feel like he's mm. a buckeye.
1: He's one of them. One of he's a big one of them. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think he's a mozzarella ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a like a breaded. You know, like a mozzarella stick. Yeah. But I think uh, yeah, oh, like a breaded. Okay.
0: breaded yeah, like stick. a breaded
1: mozzarella. Like with he's a mozzarella sauce. stick. Oh, I really love yeah, mozzarella with marinara sauce.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm very hungry um, now. Yeah, me too. I yeah. Uh, And as to what game I'd play with Danny DeVito, I don't know, maybe, like, Happy Salmon. That'd be fun with Danny DeVito,
0: I think. I'd want to play something quite tactical. I'd want to see the wheels that, like, the cog's turning in his head. Twilight (laughs) Imperium. I mean, yeah, I actually think I would love to play Twilight Imperium with Danny DeVito. Yeah,
1: yeah. i have a big bag of cheese balls with it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think I'd like to play, like, Fun Employed or... Ooh. Or like
0: Ooh.
1: something like that. Even um mm. snake oil, maybe. Mm. Oh, snake oil would be great because oh he's very persuasive. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. No, that's a good pick.
0: Danny, get in touch.
1: Yeah, yeah Danny Devito. <laughs> you got my number. <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen, you know. And if you've got any ends with big neoprene, let's talk.
2: <laughs> I
1: bet he loves neoprene.
0: Oh, you just know he does.
2: Do you think he wears neoprene? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think, I like to be honest these. with you, I think... What um, are you
2: wearing? Are you I think
0: years of years of being on It's Always Sunny I in mean, Philadelphia has given us a much more kind of feral idea of what the like he is to necessarily fair.
1: He used to be America's sweetheart, but now he's like, yeah. just grimy, sort of... I mean,
0: I, he's, I think he's still America's sweetheart. Yeah, It's just I that, you know, like we've all seen him come out of a sofa naked now. <laughs> and like, yeah. that episode where he gargles a beer like he downs a beer and then does that weird gargle belch <laughs> it's oh it's, haunting. it's an art it's haunting but wonderful it, so
1: yeah it shows it shows his uh range yeah. of acting skills Don't um, get in
0: touch we'll, we'll yeah danny domito we'll we'll replace the the war sons with with cheese balls it'd be hilarious <laughs> let me know <laughs>
1: Right, uh, no. Do you know what questions. I'd love to play with Johnny Devito? Oh,
2: no. Sorry, <laughs> I'd love to play. What's the name of the game that they play and it's always sunny in Philadelphia? What's the one that they make up? It's like a, a combination oh. of all their names.
0: Oh, uh Chardy McDennis.
1: Yeah, I think something like that. I
0: think it's that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's that's... probably you know he's probably yeah. played that a billion times though, with people, so hasn't played it with me. <laughs>
0: <Really true. laughs> Playing it, again. we can play it oh, for the God, channel. God. Oh. A bit of crocodile, oh, crocodile with good.
1: Danny DeVito. Yeah, crocodile feet, Danny DeVito.
0: No, you can't play with um, your feet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you never find motor control.
1: <laughs> right, that's enough questions. Come on. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm... but me, and that that's means good.
0: it's the end of the podcast. All that's <gasps> oh, supposed to do but... is tell you what's coming up on the YouTube channel and the site.
1: Yeah, before, Johnny, that was excellent. How did you know exactly what to oh say? It's <laughs> like you read my mind. It's Not
0: my first rodeo. Uh,
1: yeah, would would you like to tell us what can the viewers oh no. expect from, yes. right, yeah. from the YouTube channel? That's such
0: such a This week, a, a tomorrow,
1: you're gonna have
2: episode five, the penultimate episode of uh, the Warhammer RPG we're playing.
0: Soul Soulbound, Soulbound. Soulbound. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one.
1: Mm-hmm. I ter- yep. Turn up at 3pm. Sharp. TNT. Be there. Yep, yep, yep. Sure. Or don't um, be
0: there. Earlier this week, Wheels had a look at uh, Zinequest, um, which is sort of like a, a campaign for people basically releasing short-form uh, adventures for their own games. Um, so sort I of mm. had a look at some of the more interesting ones in that, which is very, very cool. Um, mm. And then coming up, we've got you know, oh. <laughs> I didn't know the cat was in here. Got my cat back, by the way. Um, hey. I've uh, got another episode of You've Never Played. We're doing some <gasps> painting. You know, time rolls on. Um, and so does the YouTube channel. <laughs>
1: yeah, just... just, 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 you're, just you're basically on the channel, possibly, right now. Just mm-hmm. so, subscribe, yeah, and
2: then we don't have to tell you every week what's coming up. You just find out just, yeah. yeah. right when the bell rings. Yeah. Also, ring that bell Sit, icon. Hit
1: the bell icon. <laughs> yeah, ding, ring ding, that ding. bell. Ding, 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 ding. Um... <laughs> up on the website dicebreaker.com we've got a delicious selection of cheese balls yum 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 for you to to eat with your eyes um uh, a freelance writer jason coles has done an impressions on the new koldheim uh pack for magic the gathering um, so if you're interested in what that is like you can read that right now um, there's also a list of the best solo RPGs by our own, our own Michael Whelan. Um, so if you, you fancy exploring things on loan, then, then you'll be able to do it those. Um, there's also a really interesting feature by Sharang Biswas, who is the creator of uh, Honey and Hot Wax and loads of other really interesting <laughs> <laughs> role-playing games um and they are writing about the things that indie rpgs can do uh that maybe larger releases can't and why they're really interesting and there's also an opinion piece about libraries in dungeon dragons uh coming up which should be fun neat so that is obviously the eh? libraries Yes, yeah, slowly. They have books in them.
0: <laughs> if that's interesting, why not read it on the site?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, there'll be all the usual news uh, and hot takes, etc. Uh So, uh, yeah, Dicebreak.com. And with that out of the way, uh, it's now just time to say goodbye, goodbye. to you all. Goodbye, goodbye,
2: <laughs> good friends, goodbye.
1: Bye. Um, <laughs> thank you for being on the the podcast Johnny Kidini Bye. <laughs> and thank you for being here, Alex Lonys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for being a friend. <laughs> um <laughs> and I've been Alex Meehan. Uh and we want to wish you uh, Merry a, a lovely day. <laughs> a Merry Christmas. Good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.